The Honor and Remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The decline of common sense, manners, and social skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the amateur mission statement. The 30 truths about amateurs. The four stages of being an amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by Amateur Nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. Shut up, please. Warning. The podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. This is episode 249, What a Difference a President Makes. On today's episode, we might have a new champion in the dumbest fucking mayor of all time, your balls are your own problem, and Amateur Nation needs more attention. Then we eat off other people's plates without asking on a la carte, and three things that are done right on three pro things. Pro Nation first, shouts out to Regina Floyd and Country Glasses on Truth Social, Rose Landgren on YouTube, and Awakening Degree, Lynn Marks, Jeff Halstead, Alejandra Oriano, and Together in Truth on Instagram. And your post of the week by one of my favorite accounts on Instagram, Nashville Tea Party. This quote by Thomas Sowell. If crime is a product of poverty and discrimination, as they say endlessly, why was there so much less of it when poverty and discrimination were much worse than today? 
if massive programs are the only hope to reduce violence in the ghetto, why was there so much less violence long before anyone ever thought of these programs? Well, we're waiting. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Now dig this. Step one. Topic number one. I lived in California from 1997 to 2020. 24 years. Specifically, I lived in Burbank slash Toluca Lake. They border each other. North Hollywood slash Toluca Lake. They also border each other. And then Studio City during my remaining time there. All beautiful communities in the San Fernando Valley. Of the three, North Hollywood was the sketchiest, but only if you went really deep north into the valley. I always lived in a safe, clean area. That is, until the pandemic, then it all started going to shit. Burbank is its own municipality, so to speak, in that they have a separate police and fire departments that are not part of Los Angeles County. They have their own electric grid and water supply. So if, for example, Los Angeles had a blackout, Burbank was always okay. You won't see graffiti very much in Burbank. Most of the streets are lighted. Sidewalks are clear for evening jogs or walks with your kids. The parks are really nice. I played on a softball league in Burbank for almost 20 years year-round. Flappers Comedy Club was pretty much my home club for the last seven or so years that I lived there. Plus, Burbank's location is great. It's close to a bunch of major highways. It's 10 minutes to downtown where there was very minimal traffic. Houses, like most in California, are expensive but somewhat affordable. People had, you know, nice little yards. It was very neighborly. If you're speeding on a 35-mile-per-hour road and going, say, 45 in Studio City, North Hollywood, Sherman Oaks, you're not getting pulled over. If you're going 40 in a 35 in Burbank, they will ding you. They like their law and order there. It's clean. No real signs of gang activity. And the residents like it that way, as did I. One of my best friends lived in Burbank. Put it this way. If you're going to live in the San Fernando Valley, east of the 405 freeway, you want to live in the Toluca Lake Burbank area. It's home of NBC and Warner Brothers, Jay Leno's Garage. Enter this fuckstick, Burbank Mayor Constantine Anthony former actor playing the pretend role as mayor since 2022. He's also a member of the Democratic Socialists of America. He's going to do what communists do, create a problem, fix something that didn't need fixing, then have the solution to the problem he created. Okay, pretend mayor and failed actor, let's get your rainbow t-shirt in the shot and action. So what's it going to be? Paper airplanes? How a rock works? Now and not just hang on a minute, hear him out. He could have a great idea. I'm sensing a little sarcasm. Take it away, genius. Complete transformative change in our society to move to a policeless state. Ah, so you mean chaos. If he gets up, we'll all get up. It'll be anarchy. That sound you hear are hundreds of thousands of homeowners calling real estate agents and selling their homes before the looting, crime, and other forms of lawlessness begin. Because as we all know, it's the mere presence of police, law, and order that is the problem. You can't go anywhere in Burbank without the cops hassling you. Meaning... The fundamental understanding of how we convict, catch, chase crime and criminology and treat people in jails and prisons and all of that. Yes, most experts finish their thoughts with, and all of that. Keep in mind, this never-actor has no expertise in crime or criminology, but he's got ideas. He imagines stuff. Or maybe he's just a big homo. 
Could be. So, time to implement. Listen carefully because I'm only going to say this a lot. Amateurs like to play the game where I can imagine it so it could be, and thus it is, and then pass it off as truth. Grown men, I'm a girl. What? I could be. I'm, I'm wearing earrings. I'm carrying a purse. No, I haven't had sexual reassignment surgery, but I could. So let's take the leap that I did. And so now I'm a girl. I just said it. Then here it comes. It's my truth. And just like that, instant broad. Pussy. We are still living in sort of a quasi, you know, a 20th century ideology. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Ooh, he said quasi. Sure, it makes no sense, but he said a thing that most people don't say, so get those ears perked up. Of, you do something bad, you gotta get punished. Can you imagine principles? Order. Accountability, self-responsibility, such oppression. Ew, adulthood. Yeah, I'm brainy. Uh. That works when you're five. By the time you're six, completely ineffective. Please go home before I tell you you're acting like an idiot and make you cry. So, as an abolitionist, my policies resonate with the average American. The average communist American. Also, this policy of no punishment for crime tells me he's done some stuff that warrants a warrant for his arrest. I don't know what the heck's going on here, but someone needs to get their asses kicked. Nobody wants to go to jail. Nobody wants to have rampant crime. Did you mean for all those words to come out together, or did they just fall out randomly? Are you sure? I could have sworn I've had friends who mentioned their desire for crime in their neighborhoods. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or just weird. Man, I never thought of it that way. I guess I always assumed criminals did crime because they needed three hots and a cot, which is more than many of our veterans get. So your solution to ending rampant crime is... What exactly? Nobody wants to see people stuck in prison for the rest of their lives and not have uh, an opportunity to, to grow and learn and change and give back to society. Wrong! That's wrong! Hey, parent of a young child who was raped and murdered by an adult, do you want your child's attacker to grow and learn and change and give back to society? I'd like to devote an entire week of punching this amateur. I really need to kill someone. The best part is, he wouldn't want to punish me. Okay, kill him! I know most of my audience is made up of pro-nation, people who have common sense. But in case there are new amateurs out there who are listening for the first time and are curious, listen up. The people that represent you, the people that are your spokespersons in Amateur Nation, the liberals, the communists, are literally the dumbest, most embarrassing, immature, corrupt people in the country, and you voted for them. Therefore, that makes you part of the dumbest, most embarrassing, immature, corrupt people in the country. Did this guy learn nothing from Minnesota, Portland, and Seattle? Have you ever talked to a policeman and asked them what they've seen, what they think the solution is to prosecuting and or preventing crime. I don't think one cop in America would say, well, we should cut back on our manpower, time, and resources and go easier on them when they go to trial. Does this guy think he discovered a new way to solve, stop, and prevent crime and punish people? Do you think people only commit crimes out of necessity? Well, because they need bread, as human air bubble AOC said. Do you think there's only certain types of crime? 
This amateur, Constantine Anthony, should be removed from office immediately. And what's more, he should be denied gainful employment in any position of responsibility and or decision making. He's not an innovator. He's not enlightened. He's a communist who has been bribed to destroy a beautiful part of the San Fernando Valley. California is just not a safe place. And now this. And now for step two. Topic number two. From the Daily Star, can you tell me how many things are wrong in this headline? Trans woman who kept suing salons for refusing to wax her balls has very different life. <laughs> if you counted three things, you win. A, no such thing as a trans woman. B, you can't sue a business for something they don't do. And C, there is no such thing as her balls. There, we got that settled. Moving on, here's the article. A Canadian transgender activist who submitted a string of lawsuits against beauty salons for refusing to wax her male genitalia has stepped out of the spotlight to focus on life as a student. It comes after British Columbian trans woman Jessica Yaniv, who now goes by Jessica Simpson. So it's, it's not enough that you deny your biological gender, but you even hate your birth name. Anyway, Jessica Simpson lost a number of cases and ended up with a criminal record. The article says Jessica made headlines after filing more than a dozen complaints with the B.C. Human Rights Tribunal back in 2018, accusing numerous salons of refusing services because she was transgender. That's a bunch of cock. The 36-year-old, who has said she realized she was transgender when she was about six... <laughs> but apparently just now needs his balls waxed. What, no hair down there until now, ma'am? Has not undergone gender reassignment surgery, which means she still has a penis and testicles. And is still a he. And will always be a he. Putting a Mercedes emblem on your geo tracker doesn't make it a Mercedes. But you and pronation know this. Sorry for a second there, I forgot that my pro listers aren't stupid. The article says she approached 13 local beauty salons requesting services including a Brazilian wax and claimed the salon worker's refusal to wax her genitalia was discriminatory as she sought damages in the region of $15,000 from the South Asian businesses. The beauticians who turned her down argued they weren't trained to perform bikini waxes on testicles and some said their religious beliefs forbid them from touching male genitalia. <laughs> I don't know what religion that is. This explains a lot of the women who have turned me down, but nonetheless. Forget about the fact that the only reason this amateur wants his balls waxed is because he wants strangers to handle his balls. No, these are facts. You can't refute facts. When someone tells you, hey, I don't know how to wax balls, a procedure that involves hot wax on your balls, you need to appreciate their honesty. The article says... <laughs> Jessica said her, their refusal to handle their, her, oh my God, Jessica, I got to start over. The article says, Jessica said their refusal to handle her genitals. You mean the penis? Yes, the penis. Was unfair as she claimed she was protected under the British Columbia Human Rights Code. But the British Columbia Human Rights Tribunal... <laughs> I wonder if the British Columbia uh, Human Rights Tribunal ever thought they'd be handling balls in court. Anyway, they rejected her case and said she made the complaints to make money and racially targeted the South Asian community because she believed they were transphobic. 
The tribunal said she manufactured the conditions for a human rights complaint as they ruled the salons could not be discriminating against her because they'd never waxed anyone's scrotum. <laughs> this is when I wished I had been a judge. I'd be giving out electric chair sentences like candy. The article continues. The verdict, for, oh, by the way, this gets so much better. Uh, the verdict from the tribunal read, Human rights legislation does not require a service provider to wax a type of genitals they are not trained for and have not consented to wax. <laughs> There's a sentence I bet that group of lawyers and judges never thought they'd write up. She was ordered to pay $6,000 in restitution, split equally among three salons. But her problems with the law didn't end there. In August 2019, Jessica was charged with possession of an unauthorized weapon after displaying a taser during a live-streamed YouTube debate with transgender YouTuber Blair White. She was found guilty and sentenced to probation and a firearms prohibition. Learning nothing, the article says, she then returned to her litigious ways in January of 2020, attempting to sue yet another beauty salon run by immigrant Sikh women who she approached for bikini and leg waxing, but eventually dropped the case. How gay are you? Her next attempt to sue came in August when she sought $35,000 from the township of Langley over her treatment surrounding her 2019 arrest claiming she experienced disability discrimination. In October 2020, she then targeted the Canada Galaxy beauty pageant in a new complaint seeking damages of $10,000 for injury to dignity and feelings because they had a policy only allowing transgender women who had fully transitioned to compete. Quit acting like a little bitch. And if you still think these trends-gendered amateurs aren't mentally ill... The article continues. The next year, Jessica's uh, controversial behavior continued when the Langley Fire Department accused her of inappropriate and lewd conduct towards their firefighters when she called them dozens of times to lift her out of the bath. And by the way, the article's calling her a her. I am not doing that. The I'm just quoting the article. The article continues, while she was never charged over the incident, Jessica's legal issues continued when she was found guilty of assaulting video journalist Kian Bexty from alt-right publication Rebel Media in May last year. Despite being found guilty, the judge granted a conditional discharge, which meant the charge would not appear on Jessica's criminal record. And no, we're still not done with this idiot. The article says... But just two months later, she did finally receive a criminal record when she pleaded guilty to one count of uttering threats to cause death or bodily harm in relation to a 2020 incident involving activist Chris Elston, who protests against transgender medical treatment for children. Since then, Jessica has continued to be vocal about transgender rights on social media, but appears to be attempting to avoid more trouble with the law by leading a more low-profile life. She's currently in her third year at Simon Fraser University, a fine accredited college. I believe their mascot is the Fighting Gerbils, where she is studying crime and gender studies. Of course she is. Last year, she launched an unsuccessful bid to become vice president of the university student union, coming in second to last in the election with just 17 votes. I guess that finishes me. I'll have to quit school and go someplace where people don't know who I am. Prior to the results... Jessica accused the Simon Fraser Student Society of fraudulent rigged voting. Oh, I and the rest of America feel you there, dude. Now, let's go to my book 
Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. You can download it on Amazon. For the 30 truths about amateurs, and let's just see how many apply to this amateur. Uh, let's see, number one, amateurs seek constant attention. I want somebody to pay a little attention to me. Number four, amateurs want what they want, how they want it, and when they want it. Number five, amateurs want it now. Number six, amateurs are fragile and easily offended. Number 12, amateurs are special. Number 21, amateurs will always try to abuse the system. Number 23, amateurs are loud. Number 24, amateurs are depressed. Number 25, amateurs are lonely. Now fuck off. Oh, and wax your own balls or get your boyfriend to do it, girl. She had a lot of eyebrows for a chick anyway. Episode 250 is next week, and be ready to listen for a special presentation. You might be saying, Lou, I love the show, but I must know what's coming next week so I can tell all my friends, family members, and coworkers. All right, calm down. Every Thursday is Sneak Peek Thursday, giving you a 60-second video trailer of what's coming on the next episode. And throughout the week, when you follow me on Instagram, Truth Social, and or Facebook, I bonus tease you with plenty of audiograms for next week's topics. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, at Lou Santini. If you want to see and read more about me, go to my main website, lousantini.com. A la carte and three pro things are coming up soon, but first, this week an amateur nation needs attention on topic number three next. Hi pros, Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising, tell it like it is bite, then check out my half hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. This time slower and with less passion. All right, now step three. Topic number three. Hit me! It's time for Amateur Nation Needs More Attention. First up, this amateur millennial sporting, no joke, rainbow-colored hair while wearing a rainbow tie-dyed tee speaking in front of a rainbow pride flag. Do not assume she's gay. You said it is what it is. Well, it is what it is because he is who he is. That's why it is what it is. I said hang on. Hear her, him, they out. Listen carefully. It's quick. How are you going to 
assume that I'm gay just because I have rainbow hair or wearing a rainbow shirt. I got a rainbow prize flag behind So, this amateur goes out of him, her, they way to using the rainbow to perpetuate what she calls hate. That is, people who comment and call her out on this childish plea for attention, then has the nerve to turn it on us. You, the viewer. Oh, I hate hate. This is the crap they're pulling now. Amateur Nation not only doesn't want to live in a world of stereotypes, many of which are harmless and accurate, but they also don't want to live in a world with deductive reasoning. Simple example. You're walking down the street and see someone approaching you smiling or laughing while they're on the phone. Would you not assume they're in a good mood or talking about something funny or happy? Of course you would. Not an amateur nation. Don't assume anything. Live your life on pins and needles, walking on eggshells. That person could be going through severe trauma and anxiety and oppression. Thusly, if you see someone with rainbow hair, a rainbow tee, and holding a rainbow pride flag, assume nothing. They might just like rainbows. And if you get it wrong, prepare for the backlash, you scum. And don't forget to guess their ever-important pronouns and their favorite food and TV show. Each time you get something wrong about these uber-special elite class of people, that's another strike on your record, resulting in loss of income, friends, and social status. Look, you take that commie crap out to the street. Now it's time to play What's That Noise? If you guessed, was that a German climate activist getting what he deserved as paramedics worked to remove his self-glued hand from the ground? You're a winner! Boy, what in the hell's the matter with you? That's worth another listen. I have the translation for you coming up, but first, let's again listen to his girlish screams. Also, is it me, or does his scream have a German accent? <laughs> Here we go. I want to thank my lovely friend Katie Rausch for translating his girlish screams. The first part I can translate. He's saying, ah, ah. My friend Katie told me the rest is, the guy screaming is saying damn and shit. One of the other guys said that he's screaming and faking it for attention. You know what? It, it's so good. Play that one more time, please. Faking or not, I don't think he's faking it. Faking or not, this amateur absolutely should have been left there to die in the middle of the road. This kind of bullshit virtue signaling is my most loathed because he knows that someone, a pro will come to his rescue and thus garner more attention for him. Like all amateurs, they pose as rebels and anarchists, but as soon as reality sets in... Help! Help! I'm being repressed! Let him die there, or better yet, spend the rest of his life there like a living monument to amateur behavior, and people can just bring him food as the middle of the road becomes his new home. Special thanks to at libs on Instagram for the post. <laughs> It's time for a la carte. Here we go. 
I'm sorry, I don't like brownies. Either have cake or have a cookie. That's right, I'm browniest. Good news! Turned out we found an extra $200 million under the sofa cushions to give biolab money laundering human trafficking capital of the world Ukraine. For a second there, I was worried they didn't have enough money. Speaking of human trafficking, Disney is raising their ticket prices by up to 9% and the annual passes by 10%. Got a lot of kids to move. Those humans won't traffic themselves. It's time for This Week in Racism. You've heard of Amber Alerts. Your phone blows up, you see them on the highways when there's a missing child. Well, California passed a law creating a new Ebony Alert to find missing black children only. Coping. Wait, what are we doing? Coming soon, yellow alerts for missing Asian children. And, I, I don't know, jalapeno alerts for missing Latin children. Californians, you should be embarrassed and ashamed. All right, so your phone blows up. What the hell was that? Ah, nothing. It's just a missing Asian kid. I'm only concerned and scope out the area for missing black kids. Even I think that's kind of cruel. More good news. Bill Gates is doing his part to save the earth. No, he hasn't killed himself. But the climate change, I mean, scare is over. Bill, does this chloroform rack smell funny Gates? docked his $300 million super yacht, thereby saving you and me 800 gallons of diesel fuel per use. Three things that are done right in this world could be anything. These are called three pro things. Number one. <laughs> I love this post by at CamVTV on X. Someone, please slip Biden's resignation onto his desk. He signs anything in front of him. Number two. This post from Once a Marine, Always a Marine on Facebook. Listen carefully. It's dead on. War is a racket. It is possibly the oldest, easily the most profitable, surely the most vicious. It is the only one international in scope. It is the only one in which the profits are reckoned in dollars and the losses in lives. A racket is best described, I believe, as something that is not what it seems to be to the majority of the people. Only a small inside group knows what it is really about. It is conducted for the benefit of the very few, at the expense of the very many. Out of war, a few people make huge fortunes. Who said that? Major General Smedley D. Butler, U.S. Marine Corps, two-time winner Congressional Medal of Honor. He said this in 1935. We're seeing that again now. Number three. <laughs> this post on Truth Social regarding the war, and that's what it is, make no mistake, it's not a conflict, an uprising, it is a war in Israel, a war started by Hamas and Palestine. This post comes from the true president of the United States, Donald Trump. There can be no coexistence with this violence. There can be no tolerating it, no accepting it, no excusing it, and no ignoring it. Every time a terrorist murders an innocent person and falsely invokes the name of God, it should be an insult to every person of faith. Terrorists do not worship God. They worship death. A special presentation of Amateur Nation coming next week as we hit the landmark 250th episode. So, 
today's episode. Was it good for you? You want more? Watch me go after amateurs on my Drybar special, drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. Copy and paste the link from whatever platform you listen on and send it to a fellow pro or an amateur that is doing life wrong. And please, leave a review. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. Music